Hello and welcome to the Healing Sanctuary. I'm your host, Melissa Field, and today I want to talk about what I've been kind of working through, which is really hitting a wall personally and professionally, feeling like I want to give up. I have come into a very pessimistic space where I no longer can feel into the good that I'm working towards and all I can feel is what is not working and what it's making me feel or bringing up within me and also a question that has been helping me to work through this. So if you're in a space of feeling like you want to give up on your goal or your dream, what you're doing isn't working, you don't know how to get out of the negativity, the fear, Maybe you're you're at a point of, I just don't want to do this anymore. It's not worth it. Let's talk about it together. I'm going to offer you what I'm using to try to help me to navigate this and get that inner compass pointing north towards what I have been working towards for years. And as I share what I've been experiencing, hopefully we will also just kind of feel that we're not alone in this, that you're not alone and what you're feeling. There's nothing wrong with what you're going through. This is just where you're at in your journey. This is a pit stop along the road trip to the destination that you're getting to. And so what have I been going through? For the last few days, I have just felt completely down about everything I do professionally. This podcast, the membership I've been building, the courses I've created, an overwhelming sense of I am failing and it's never going to get better. I'm going to be totally honest. I often don't talk about where it is I'm at because I don't really want to focus on it. And also it doesn't make me feel proud. It makes me feel like people can see me struggling and I don't like that. I don't want to be seen struggling. I want to be seen at the finish line with my arms up after I have succeeded, but that's not where I am. I am neck deep in trying to get myself to that finish line so that I can celebrate. But where I'm at right now is a feeling of nothing is working. I had created this membership a year ago and right now I have 10 members. And when I think about the fact that I was able to attract and interest 10 people in this, I feel that overwhelming sense of I am doing something wrong. What I've created is not good. And then in the back of my head is the voice of the people who have benefited from it. So I don't want to diminish or discount the 10 people who genuinely find value in it, but 10 is not what I wanted. I saw this as a big part of my career of what I am creating professionally. And so 10 to me does feel like a failure, even though, again, I want to acknowledge that because 10 people found value in it and told me so, there has been success just not in the way I want. And I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. It's not that I want to sound sound ungrateful to those 10 people. I am so grateful because I would have given up already if it wasn't for them, but I just saw something more. And to be honest, I need something more. I put all of my resources into this. So this was where I kind of expected my income to start coming from and it's not happening. I am scared. 
I am scared of what it's saying about me. Is it saying something about me? Is it saying something about the value I have? Along with that, I've been doing this podcast on and off for years, but the type of episodes I'm doing now, getting on the microphone and speaking from my heart and sharing what I hope is wisdom or insight or spiritual tools, healing tools, sometimes meditations, visualizations, sometimes just personal stories. I've been doing this for almost a year now and my listeners have not gone up. Some of the episodes have um, gotten up into like five or 600 listens like over time, but when I put out a new episode, I still feel like I'm dropping it into a vacuum, into a void. And this morning, I was just so overwhelmed by these dark feelings, this intense negativity of I want to give up so bad. Everything in me was feeling into just give up, just let it go, just quit. And it felt like such a freedom, such a burden, like like something had been lifted off of my shoulders. And it was just like, oh, yeah, that feels good. But then there was still something in me trying to come to life, like like a coal trying to spark back into a fire saying, don't give up. Don't give up. Just be honest, be with where you are and don't give up. And I've been wrestling with this, with this really heavy emotional load of feeling pretty depressed about this. It was really hard to get out of bed this morning, crying a lot, feeling despondent, hopeless, helpless, feeling like I have not created anything of value because nobody is seeing value in it. I'm not getting listeners. They're not joining my membership and just really struggling with that. So as I went to the farmer's market, just to get out, just to not sit and wallow in my feelings, which is what I often do. And that can be important. You know, you want to acknowledge your feelings, but I had sat and meditated. I'd been laying in bed and it was like, okay, I need to just kind of get out and move and maybe see people. And I cried again in the car. And then when I was there, I saw somebody I knew and I totally did like the head duck, like run away. Like I am not about to talk to anybody right now. I am in the worst mood and I I could just feel it in every fiber of my being. Like I don't feel good or positive or like I want to talk to a single soul. I want to buy my bread. I want to buy my jam and get my coffee and get the F out of here. And, but as I walked around, I just kind of kept asking myself like, what is it I'm experiencing? And when I look at the fact that I'm not getting podcast listeners and people aren't joining my membership, the overwhelming feeling is nobody is listening. I am not being heard. And that's just kind of what it feels like is nobody is hearing what I'm saying. And this for me is a lifelong pattern. It's one of my biggest blocks, my biggest inner stories, my inner self, my identity has almost been constructed around this belief of I am not heard. Nobody hears me. Nobody cares. And if they do hear me, they don't like what they're hearing. I really thought I had worked this out and I began to actually confront it pretty powerfully when I began this podcast. And I've talked about this in a couple of episodes. When I first got on here and started talking, my voice would literally shake because I was so scared of being heard or not being heard. 
it was just the idea that I was going to speak and put myself out there was pushing against everything I believed, not only about myself, but how to feel safe in this world. And so as I've gone on with these episodes, I have gotten more comfortable and I genuinely like it now. I really enjoy coming on here and speaking from my heart and sharing what I know and am learning about how to work through these dark nights of the soul, these times when you want to give up completely and you can see nothing other than this darkness. You are lost in a storm and the clouds are not breaking. There is no sun coming through. You're just in the middle of a storm. There are tools for this and that's why I like coming on here because that's what we want to learn to do in order to succeed and grow is have these tools that get us out of the storms and I didn't have these when I was younger, and that's why I would just get so lost in my depression, my anxiety, drinking. I smoked weed nonstop, and that is not a, and that is not me saying something about whether or not a person should smoke weed. For me, it was self-medication. I did not use it in a healing way. I used it to numb out, and I did other things that were just all about numbing out. And as I've learned tools, I really love coming on here and sharing them with other people because it's just things I wish I had known 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. I wish I'd had these tools because I would be in a different place now. I wouldn't be sitting here thinking, you know, I'm still in the same place of nobody's listening and I have no value because that is a belief system. And that's what these tools help us to do is break down our belief systems and rebuild new ones like like a house you're building within yourself. So as I was walking around and feeling into this of nobody's listening, I just kind of kept back coming back to the experiences I had when I was younger that told me nobody was listening. Sometimes it was literal, but there was also the times when I would say something and I was heard, but it was not heard correctly. Hey everyone, Melissa here. I'm briefly interrupting this episode to let you know that at this point, I cut a little bit of the episode where I told some personal details about my experiences in childhood and some of the things I experienced within my family system, I've decided that I'm not ready to share this much intimate detail and put it out to the world in a way that I can never really take it back. As I make these episodes, as much as I love to come on here and see myself as a teacher. I am also still a student. I'm still learning about myself, about what I feel comfortable sharing. And so from this point forward, it continues on from after I had told this um, kind of personal and intimate, or from these like personal and intimate details I had shared. I promise you, it doesn't affect the rest of the episode, but I just wanted to let you know that I had cut something here. So from when the episode resumes, it's going to pick up from right after the story. But as I said, I promise it doesn't affect anything. And thank you so much for allowing me to grow and learn and kind of evolve and be organic with you in the moment as I do these things. So let's get back to the discussion and thank you for being here with me. And because the people around me are telling me who I am, how I should be treated, 
what it means to be me and you listen to the people closest to you guiding to you guiding you to tell you who you are i began to believe nobody loves me i am unlovable i am not worthy of love there's something wrong with me so at school of course i carried that belief system with me and my inner self projected out into the world and told me how to perceive everything around me. This is what an inner self does, a belief system does. It becomes a structure through which everything is filtered. Every detail from the minute to the grand comes through this inner self that is being created without our knowledge, which is what it makes it feel so factual. And everything is just coming through this belief system that is developing and creating itself based on the experiences that we are having. What I'm saying is that I was receiving messages all the time that then became filtered through this belief system that I had as a child of, I deserve to be treated this way. I am not worthy. And so I went to school and of course, through this filter, I felt like everyone hated me. That was what I knew. And as adults, we can kind of see how our belief system comes out of us and then is reflected back to us. But as a child, we don't have any understanding that we are perceiving the world through a belief system that we have been creating from the information given to us from the time we began to sort information as babies. So I went to my mom and I said, nobody likes me. I don't have any friends. Everyone at school hates me. She was in complete shock. She couldn't believe this. And so she went to the teacher and told the teacher, um, Melissa says nobody likes her and she has no friends. And the teacher was aghast, horrified, and said, that's not true. Everybody loves her. She has plenty of friends. She's well-liked. I don't know what you're talking about. And I think the teacher, I don't know if she was offended or this is just how my mom interpreted it. But then my mom came back to me angry. <laughs> And so she wanted to know why I had deceived her, why I had told this lie that nobody likes me. Why had I done this to her? Why would I say such a thing? And she was angry that I had um, told her this and embarrassed her and that the teacher was, um, you know, kind of accusing her of lying and therefore accusing me of lying. And I think accusing my mom of being a bad parent because she had raised a liar. And so all of this then blew back on me as what I felt and experienced was they're not hearing me. What I was trying to say, but I didn't know how to say was I don't feel loved. And my inner self is creating a world inside of me that tells me I have no value and that I have no, and I was creating a self that had no self-esteem. This is what I was trying to say, but I was a child and I didn't know what I was trying to say. I only knew I felt unloved and that no one liked me. Everywhere I went, people only saw the worst in me. But because my mom didn't have that kind of emotional maturity, and we're talking like 1992 here, very few people did. Very few people understood the power of really listening at this time, of hearing what's being said behind the words. And I don't blame anyone in that situation, especially not me as a child. I didn't know how to say what I was trying to say. And I don't blame my mom because what... All of her experiences leading up to that hadn't told her how to hear what's being really said. She was extremely sensitive and vulnerable because of her own experiences. And so she thought by getting angry at me and being like, you have friends, what are you talking about? That she was 
helping me to feel better. But all I felt was, you're not hearing what I'm really saying, which is that I don't feel loved and I don't feel safe. That's what I wanted to be heard. That's what I was trying to say is it's not about the people at school. It's about the self that is perceiving and the self that perceives, perceives that I am not a good, worthy, lovable person. It's taken me a long time to understand that these kind of abstract experiences are what creates a big bulk of how we perceive ourselves in the world. And they're hard to sift through because they're not clear and direct. And along with these abstract experiences, I kind of touched on earlier that there is what ex- the immediate direct experiences you have in your family or your um, caregivers, wherever you're raised. But then along with this, there is a belief system also coming into you from culture, society about your race, your sexuality, your religion, your skin color, um, your body type, your wealth, your financial status. All of this is coming into you and internalizing into your perception of yourself and your worth. And most of it comes in as kind of a fact about who you are because it's so pervasive. For example, if you are um, in the LGBTQ, sorry, LGBTQ plus community, you most likely received messages throughout your entire life that told you what people think about being queer, what it means to be queer, how safe you are, how you are meant to navigate that, how open you should be about it, how comfortable it makes other people, how uncomfortable it makes other people. And all of this was just flowing into you like a river flowing into you. And there was nothing within you pushing back, telling you something different. You are just receiving this, receiving it, receiving it, receiving it. And it's all going into your subconscious mind, telling you something about yourself. And if like me, you had maybe a tumultuous home life experience and it didn't really feel safe and supportive and loving, these messages are congregating and coming in together. And it's really hard to sift through them because there is so much that just gets interwoven and built upon itself into this structure within yourself. And as you build this inner self, this is through, this is the filter through which you now receive all information and how you begin to navigate the world. So as an adult, when you begin to look at these systems within you, sometimes you have to rebuild the entire system. And that's a lot. That can be overwhelming. And a lot of times we are almost pressured into making a quick change or, for example, a lot of people want um, people to just let go of racism and to feel valuable, feel worthy, not let that hold you back. Don't be affected by that. But you can't let something go overnight that has been streaming into your entire life that has built the foundation upon which you understand yourself and the world. We have to have an inner self. We have to have a way of organizing information that comes into us because otherwise we wouldn't know how to think or speak or talk or interact with anyone. There has to be an inner self. And in order to recreate the inner uh, an inner self that is maybe free of um, prejudice and other people's hateful opinions, the original self has to be torn down. And then a new self has to be built in its place. And the 
old self has probably been being built for years, decades. And so we're talking about a big process where you feel lost so many times while this is happening as the old self is being torn down and the new self is being built and you are reorienting yourself to every detail of the world from the minute to the grand, there will be a lot of feelings of feeling lost, feeling confused, feeling uncertain, and feeling like you don't understand what's happening. A lot of times it doesn't feel good. A lot of times it feels scary. And this is a big process. And to be quite frank, I am kind of tired of people in the new age and spiritual communities who really put pressure on people to just get this and change quickly and not understanding what is being asked of someone when they rebuild themselves from within. So that was a lot, but that was intended to be an example of how we will um, internalize a story. And for me, the story was I'm not hurt. And that was an abstract, abstract example of something that I couldn't really make sense of as a child. But there were also literal times when I was just ignored a lot. And so I just only felt safe deep within myself. And even that a lot of times wasn't safe because uh, what was mirrored to me of how to speak and treat to myself was you are garbage. You can be spoken to as if you have no value. And so that's how I spoke to myself. So I'm at the farmer's market this morning. I'm feeling like absolute shit and I don't feel good about anything or anyone. And I just start reflecting on this of, you know, this inner self that has this story of I'm not heard. It's being recreated in my world in every way, in my work and in my podcast and what I'm trying to create and do, I am not heard. This doesn't feel good, but I am unclear about what it means to be on the other side of it because I've never experienced that before. So as, as I was walking around, I began to ask myself this question I've heard before of what would it mean? And I find this question to be really profound and helpful when you're trying to understand how to get out of a, a, a thought system you've had your entire life. So as I, I walked around, I asked myself, what would it mean to be heard? What would it mean to have people listen to me? What would it mean to have my voice valued? And as I walked around with this, I could just kind of see and feel within myself, this would mean completely reorienting who I think I am. A complete rebuilding of the inner self from the ground up. Everything I know about myself would have to be torn down and I would have to have a completely new interpretation and perception of myself and how I fit in this world. And I could kind of see what I was doing and why I do feel so overwhelmed by this at times. I am asking myself to say what you have learned about how to exist in this world must be thrown out. You have to trust yourself in a way you never have before. You have to understand that the people guiding you did not always know how to guide you in the best way. And that there is going to be some forgiveness asked of you, some letting go, but you've got to let go of everything you've ever known and trust yourself to begin again in a way that's right for you. And and as I kind of just let myself sit with the question and the answer that was coming up, 
went back to my car and I cried again because I am just having one of those days. And as I sat there crying, asking myself, what does this mean? What would it mean to really be heard and to rebuild this inner self? I just kept hearing and feeling it would mean letting go of that little girl within me who only knew how to hate herself. And I just cried harder because I thought, I don't want to let her go. I, I want to love her. And I couldn't get clear on what is it I'm supposed to do because this is all she knows. And I have become an adult from that child. And in order to have a new sense of self, I really did have to be a different child. But I don't want to let her go. Everybody was letting her go. I felt abandoned so many times, and I don't want to be another person who abandons her. I want to love her the way she deserved to be loved. I want to love her the way she needed to be loved. I want to see her and I want to hear her. But at the same time, I can feel the truth of, I have to let her go. And I don't know what to do with this because I've never heard this before. I have heard so much about healing your inner child, nurturing her, loving her, returning to her, revisiting those moments in time and being the love you needed. And I've never heard or felt or experienced that you can also let that self go. And I, I don't know what to do with that. I, I don't know if there's maybe another answer that's coming and I'm getting there. I only know this is where I'm at right now of everything that that little person knew was how not to love herself. And in order to be the person I'm trying to be, I do have to completely let that belief system go. And that belief system is her because that's all she knew. And so this question, what would it mean? It can really bring up some difficult stuff. And I want you to have so much compassion for yourself, so much kindness, so much patience. And know that many people who mean well, especially in the spiritual communities, will try to, will try to rush this process or diminish it or make it seem like something smaller than it is. But returning to a belief system and tearing it down is huge. Because first of all, as I talked about earlier, there is the reorienting to the world, and that's in itself a lot. To reorganize everything you know about the world and rebuild the filter through which you are seeing and experiencing everything takes time, takes energy, takes resilience, and it takes a tremendous amount of courage. Because the world has told you how to exist, and you are pushing back on powerful systems. Systems of oftentimes the patriarchy, white supremacy, the privileges of straight people, the, the privileges of able-bodied people. You are pushing back on systems that have told you where to be in order to make other people comfortable. And so give yourself so much courage and love. And then at the same time, there is a grief because you have to let go of a part of yourself, maybe all of yourself. And deep down inside, we know that every part of us is worthy. 
and worthy of love. And that girl, that little girl within me who hates herself and believes everyone who hate, everyone hates her. She is so worthy of love. And it doesn't matter that I grew into an adult who didn't know how to love herself. She's still worthy of love. She is so worthy of love. And I feel so much grief, even though I know letting this go is what's best for me. Because I want to learn how to love myself and, and see myself in the world from this perception of love. But it's so hard to let her go because she is me. She is so valuable. And nobody told her that. And so I don't really know what I'm supposed to do with that other than I just feel a lot of grief for the person she never got to be. And for what, and for the self that was created that I am letting go of so that I can make space for who I have, I have been asking to be for years. In order for something new to come in, we have to clear space. That's how this universe works. This is a universe where when you clear space, something fills in, but you have to clear that space first. You have to make a clear declaration. I am letting this go and I am welcoming in something new, but you cannot welcome in the new until you let go of that old. And that is where I'm at. And I know that's why I'm so overwhelmed because I don't want to let go, but I do want to let go. I want to love her, but I have to release her. And then with this letting go, I have also been experiencing the loss of friendships because as I said, you want to have patience and compassion for yourself because you are on your own timeline. There is no rush. There's no hurry in this healing. But as you go through this healing, everyone that's on this life journey with you is going through their own healing in their own time frame. And so friends who I connected with and related to because we had in similar internal belief systems who are not in the process of tearing theirs down because that's not what's right for them right now. Where they're at, that is not what they need or want for themselves. And so they are continuing to kind of exist through this inner framework of inner self-doubt, inner hate maybe. And as I've been rebuilding from within for really intensely, I would say this, this specific process for the last six months, I lost one of my closest friends and I really couldn't explain it. And we just kind of stopped speaking to each other. And I did know on some level it's because we are no longer on the same vibration, if you will. We don't harmonize with each other. We have grown apart, but it still felt so painful. And I wanted her to come with me so bad, but I wanted it for my own reasons. It wasn't because I want her to love herself more. It came from a selfish place of, but I want you in my life. And so I wanted her to be on my timeline, my time frame, but she's not. And she knows what's best for her. She is a smart, capable person. 
She knows herself in a way I never will. She lives in her mind and her body and she knows what she needs. But that is a part of the process of, along with losing parts of ourself that we have to let go, we're going to lose people as we change. And that's hard too. And that's another reason I don't like people really pushing of saying, you're not trying hard enough to change or you don't want to change. You do. I know you do. You're just experiencing a lot with it internally, externally. There's grief. There is a loss of sense of self. There's confusion. There's needing time to rest. And depending on what was internalized from what was outside of you in the world, there might be a lot happening. And so as we go through this, we really have to really just be kind to ourselves because we are losing something within ourselves and people in our life who are on a different time frame, a different path, and that's what's right for them. And so this is the question I want to leave with you today. What would it mean? And whatever comes up for you, know that it, today it might be as profound as it was for me because there are different stages of this. I've been kind of unraveling this for a while. The last six months have been intense, but I've been on this unraveling of this inner self for years now. And so I'm really getting to a place where I can really be honest with myself and say, this is really what it means. Deep in your core, it is a full transition. It is rebuilding the self completely and really being honest about the experiences you had that led you to this place. And so So as I conclude this, I know that I covered some heavier subjects today, depression, childhood, feelings of not feeling loved and grief, and it was a lot. So thank you for listening all the way to the end. I sincerely hope this helped you in some way, and I sincerely hope that you feel less alone and more knowing that you are on the right path and you're going in the right direction and you're going to get your answers. Like me, you might have periods of feeling completely lost in darkness and know that there is a light within you that is still guiding you. The light that shines within you is brighter than anything you have ever known. And you are always connected to that light. And sometimes we have to get lost in order to get where we're going. So it's okay to feel lost. It's okay to feel like I don't like what's happening. I don't feel good about anything. It's part of the journey. It's part of the process. Give yourself grace and compassion. Honor where you are. Maybe use the question I offered to you or maybe just give yourself space to breathe and to be with what you're feeling and to know that You are worthy also, no matter what messages you internalized. You are so worthy. I can't even tell you how worthy and valuable you are. You were created for a reason. The divine creator saw the entire world and said, this person is the one who will fill this role so perfectly that I trust that every challenge they face, they will overcome And they will continue to arise deeper and more fully into their purpose. You were the person who was so perfect that the divine creator said, 
yes to you, and they have been saying yes to you ever since. It's just the world that tells us something different. It's the world that tries to tell us something different that's a a lie, that's a false truth about our value and what we're capable of. And the more we return into ourselves deeper and deeper, the closer we return to that yes that the divine creator felt the moment that we came into existence. And here, as I conclude this episode, I would usually say something about my packages or my membership, but that doesn't feel right today. I don't want to finish this with a sales pitch because this was really from my heart. And I think this is probably the most honest I've ever been. And this may be the beginning of something really new for me because I have shown up still guarded as much as I've tried to be open and honest and vulnerable. I have been still guarded a lot of ways when I get on here and speak. And so for today, I feel that to have been able to speak clearly and share my inner world, that's enough. That is a gift you have given me. So thank you for listening. And I would like to finish though by saying that you can connect with me on Instagram. I would love to hear from you or just have you connect with me there where I kind of share um, insights, little meditation tips, sometimes thoughts on feminism and social systems and really just finding our full authentic self in different ways. And it's a really beautiful space where the intention is always on healing and on not just healing ourselves, but healing the collective. And if you want to reach out to me there and let me know how this episode found you, I would love to hear from you. I always welcome people to drop me a line and say hello. And so you can connect with me on Instagram at meditate underscore with underscore Melissa. I'm going to put that link in my episode notes. And if you are interested in my offerings, my courses, I'm going to put that link down there also. I'm just not going to do my normal spiel about any of them. So (laughs) I'm honestly not sure how to conclude this. I I'm just so grateful to you for listening and for this honest conversation that we had today. Thank you so much for being with me. And if you want to leave a rating, it would definitely help me to reach more people who are looking for healing and um, connection. This is the Healing Sanctuary. I'm your host, Melissa Field. Thank you again so much and definitely connect with me on Instagram. I would love to stay in touch with you. I hope you have a great rest of your day.